When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alan Davis, you're listening to the Tuesday Club, this is the Arsenal Podcast, and I've got Keith Dover with me this morning. How are you, Keith? I'm fine, Alan. Keith has been supporting Arsenal since 1887. That's absolutely correct, and scientists in California have uh, found research that 98% of all Spurs fans will never and can not play the harmonica. Really? And they say there's a god. <laughs> On the percussion front, though, they're very good. Drums, bongos, anything where they can bang rhythmically, they they excel. They're on, they're in their own, you know. Yeah. But harmonica, anything like the guitars, they can't play, mate. It's it's sad, isn't it? It's sad. It's sad. <laughs> On that note, it is regretful. Yeah. And uh, Ty Papula is here. <laughs> Ty, mate. Yeah, hello, hello. It's here. Uh, Soho Radio Cap. Yep, it's yeah. been a while since I've one of those. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you awful. weren't broadcasting last night, though. No, I was at the I was at the game last night. You were at the Arsenal really Southampton yeah, game. Pre-recorded. Mm. Pre-recorded. So yeah. your show was going out. There was a show last while night. While you were sitting in uh, Block 32. Oh, well, exactly, yeah. And I was How's ex- that feel? <laughs> It's uh, it's magic. I don't want to give away the magic of, <laughs> magic of broadcasting. So people, both of your listeners were going, what? Oh, yeah. How does he do that? He's a witch. Both of them. Thanks very much. Uh, the Hornet's back. Uh, the, the, Hornet's, old, the oldest joke in the book. The Hornet's back this morning as well. The me. Hornet's back from Goa. Yeah, she's been away for Flexible, a while. spiritually cleansed. Well, I didn't have a chance to check any of that out. No, because you just no, left because... on her. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you just pinned her. <laughs> It was, uh, hello, boom. <laughs> no, because Keith told me that we were recording at, uh, at 11, so... Um, so I thought I got that wrong, and then I shouted back, I said, no, 10, but you'd all... Well, it nearly gone. is 11, it's 10 to 11 yeah, now, by the time yeah. it started. Uh, right. We're recording this, listener, uh, the morning after Arsenal's epic destruction of the the, <laughs> pre- oh. the, the pretenders <laughs> to the top four, Southampton. I needed the sleep, I'll be honest. Uh, yeah, and, uh, oh. Yes. Let's uh, not go straight into the game, no, shall let's we? Carry on talking about, on, uh, let's just uh, uh, the Hornet. So how yeah. long was she in India for? She's been in India teaching yoga to yoga teaching yoga, yoga to, to Indians, wow. teaching yoga to yoga teachers. Really, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. piece of piss, then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good yeah, point. you can tell them anything. <laughs> <laughs> these are people who've lost their way. Yeah. <laughs> no. nah, you're doing these that are wrong, people mate. who want to become yoga teachers. She, oh. so she was a teacher trainer. She's All a right. teacher trainer. So she's been away for a month. Ryan um, Giggs there? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't usually know. is anyway. There's yoga, yeah. wherever there's yoga. Yeah, well, I hope not. Well, I got her back, so maybe he wasn't there. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. something. Um, uh, and I think, uh, I think the Hornets have, um, have have stayed. They've opened their new stand, stadium while she's been away, so we're going to go and check it out. Yeah, the um, Vicarage Road. Yeah, oh, I think it's the Graham Taylor stand. So that's the first thing she asked when she came in. <laughs> the can we not knock it? End. I was in Watford the weekend. I had a gig in Watford, but I passed up the chance to go to Vicarage Road um, and stayed at home rather than do that yeah. but 
They lost anyway. Oh, they lost at home to Cardiff City, for whom Russell Slade, Slade. is doing all right. Mm, XO's yeah. manager. And Keep the O's nice are struggling. So. They have Luther Blissett in their um, in their uh, post match kind of just like, Do they? D- yeah doing a bit. He's Did a... they think they were getting John Barnes? And <laughs> 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 you know, he likes a pound, I reckon. Um, but we have Charlie George, who I met yesterday. Charlie oh, George right. now, yes. Class. Now Tyler Pooler is yes. uh, making a an audio thing. About uh, can I tell them what it's about, or do you not want to? Tell, shall I not tell them? It's uh, it's told them. It's told them. Yeah, that's the thing. Off yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. He's making a. He's interviewing people, and he's going to put together because you, you might, if it turns out well, you might put it on YouTube or something, might yeah, you? Or on the Facebook page. <clears throat> it's an old, or something. audio documentary called Return of the King, and it's about um, about the return of uh, Thierry in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, what a player! I know, and I've spoken to both of you. You're both very funny. Keith started talking like he had is like a sort of 50s pencil moustache, like he's something out of a something out of an Did you do your comedy. best, your yeah, best interview voice? <laughs> hey, <laughs> what I remember about that afternoon. I can be suave and sophisticated. I left the house at ten past four. Exactly. I took the tram. <laughs> Attractive picture you lot paint of me. I stopped off for a pot of tea and a tea cake at Mrs. Smith's on the Holloway Road. I popped upstairs for a quick one (laughs) with young Mandy Smith. Hello, Mandy. (laughs) Before perambulating to the clock (laughs) end. It wasn't what I donned off. my cap. I might actually put some off cuts of it up, but actually some bloopers, <laughs> cuts. some bloopers, some bloopers at the end with Keith talking like, yeah, like I say, when he's cleaning windows. When I'm cleaning windows, cleaning windows. I'm a qualified artisan, mate, not some window cleaner. Thank you very much. Oh, before right. you moved, before before Wolfenstein went up market, that was just car- that was just carpenter. What cleaning windows? Well, you know, you might, but you can do that. I I can. I don't do it for a living. Yes, I'm not no knocking saying it. You are very thin-skinned. <laughs> uh, my travels around the Arsenal, great and good, took me yesterday. So what are you doing? You're accumulating uh, memories, people's memories of that moment to create a soundscape. Ooh, get you. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. This audio people, they love all that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, are you incorporating any commentary of the goal itself, or is it just about people's no, there'll memories? Be, there'll be some commentary in there as well. Oh, so who, is, um, is, have you got various commentaries? I've been looking for some. Is, well, there must did, be a French one. Usually we get commentaries yeah. from around the world. That would be good. Titi! Titi! On zero! On zero! Ori! Ori! Exactly. I've got a couple. I've also got Pete, I've also got Peter Drury less prose- uh, more prosaically, I should uh, say. Um, ben Ayoun, Ben Ayoun, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I've spoken to your good selves. I've spoken to. I, was, I, met, I wasn't. I wasn't happy with my contribution. Well, you're not. I felt I was a bit low key. We could do some more afterwards. Yeah, I'd like that. Right, cool. That goal. Um but yeah, no, Charlie George is there. Um he, he was very uh, loquacious and um very uh, geezerish. Charlie mm-hmm. lovely guy, yeah. Legend of the North yeah, Bank. Yeah, proper football. Ian Wright was brilliant. Righty, as good always. To get righty. Good yeah, to get righty. Yeah, That's good. good. We love righty, don't we? Mm. I saw him on the side of the pitch last night. Um, Looking wor- good, still, working for BT yeah. Sport alongside Rio Ferdinand and Steve McManaman, and uh, yeah, he looks sharp. Yeah, what a player he was! He liked and my trainers, McManaman, did he? Yeah, he paid a little compliment. He did. I just, <laughs> I, I try, you know, I try to. Part- funny, it's a terrible cliche. You get two black men together and they talk about trainers. Oh come it's on! Disappointing, <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> 
But there it is. Once again, it rears its head. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Get them in a supermarket on Black Friday, then it's a whole different ball game. All oh, right, racist. There's no <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, 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 when do you go shopping? White Monday? <laughs> yeah, he was all having a go at me about being a prepper. You see it, Black Friday. You imagine what it'd be like over a tin He's of done soup. it again! <laughs> You said that to Sean last night when you punched someone over a toaster on <laughs> Black Friday. Yeah. But anyway, Steve McManaman was there at the side of the pitch wearing an odd combination of an open neck shirt with no tie, so quite open necked, and his quite laid back shoulders, you know, but leather gloves. He really looked like a, some sort of a sex criminal. I mean, I you know. <laughs> A murderer. I, I immediately, I would like to emphasise that there is no evidence whatsoever that Steve McManaman is anything other than an outstanding citizen and professional. But ex-professional it looked a bit creepy with the leather gloves. Those were a bit Jamie Dornan in the fall, right? Is that so what you're a bit yeah. Dexter about it. Not that I haven't even seen Dexter, but I imagine that the gloves are involved. <laughs> But no, right, it looked pretty sharp, looked pretty good down there. I don't know what they were talking about at half time because nothing whatsoever <laughs> happened in the first half. Can you think of one? Yeah, I think, well, that not, it wasn't a highlight. The thing that I remember most about the game was Sean piping up behind me saying that we needed Lee Catamull. And he was on about Lee Catamull oh, throughout. Yeah, but you bite. He's winding you He's up. Winding well, you well, well guess what? Well, bite. consider me wound up. Oh, right, because just, but it's the second time in 20... He's a holding midfielder! <laughs> we, we, we established his, yeah. his tactic, yeah. shoulders. He just adds the word mate on the end of a player. <laughs> when, it, when, he think, when, when he suggests a player that we should sign her, we all think it's yeah. crap and yeah. wouldn't want down there. He'll just sit behind you and he'll go, Kevin Davis, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Nolan, mate. Oh, and he... last night it was Lee Catamon. Mate, <laughs> it's a second. Oh, I, 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 and, and then so, I go, and, and Damien, they just bite. They, they? bite. They really they turn around, and he turns around, looking at him, and he's going, "You give me evils." Yeah. Another minute went by. Luke Catamole, mate. <laughs> Flamini <laughs> missed the tackle. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Flamini put in some belting tackles last night. He had a he had a he had a go at the same tackle about three or four times. Missed the first three, and then he pulled off a brilliant one right in front of us. Well, we had a little laugh after five minutes, saying, "You know, he's five hundred to one not to get booked." <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah. didn't get booked. He didn't. But he made one tackle on uh, Pella, who yeah. was a bit of a monster. Pella. Oh, a lot of Pella left his foot in, which mm. was naughty for me, and he was livid about that, but the ref waved it on. And then Pella elbowed Koscielny in the face, and he slapped him in the face, and he pulled him over and hurt his... With precious he Achilles. Andre Mariner. Andre Mariner wasn't giving us anything yesterday. No. I don't think. No, he was letting it go. I mean, I thought he refed it pretty well, actually. But Pelo's mm. a, a handful. Mm. I mean, he should have. I mean, he really should have scored. He had a good chance. Volley, he volleyed it over, didn't he? Mm. No, he's a good player. He's a good signing. I mean, they lost, they lost Ricky Lambert. They got a better player in, didn't they? I mean, if you compare the signing of him with the signing of Balotelli. I'd heard more about um, I'd heard more about Tadic than I was, I was expecting more from Tadic yesterday, but I think Chambers did a fairly good job. Well, they didn't really seem to want to commit going forward, did no, they? Very, no, or, no. very organised. They wanted they wanted that point. They I mean, wanted that, a point, they, maybe pinch one, clean sheet, pinch one. Yeah, nil. they got a kick in at the weekend, so that's well, they probably just like sort of hunkered down. But a they bit. set up that way the last couple of years against us, haven't they? And we only got a win last year because Boric made an error. They, they? Were, they were the best side I think we saw. 
or we played against um, or gave us a, the best game last season. Yeah, until Boric made a mess. And then, and then down at their ground, they gave us a chasing and then we managed to get two quick goals in the second half and came out of the point. I expected more team. from them. I mean, they were a good team, but I expected just a little bit more attacking from them. Yeah, maybe not I thought away they would from, have a go at Maybe us. not away maybe. from home. Um, it's nice to see the, re- uh, re- the reappearance of uh, Sammy Lee on the side as well. Sammy Lee leapt up suddenly, bounced forward, and we got to go, he's fat. He's round, he, he bounces, bounces on, on the ground. ground. Sammy Lee, Sammy Lee. And I don't think I've done that for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Lee last seen, uh, by me anyway, as the England coach about 10 years ago, and he used to do the warm-up. I remember going over to the European Championships in Portugal, I think. I think he was there. Anyway, one of those tournaments he was there. And he's doing the warm-up where he's basically leading it and everyone has to copy him in a circle. And no one can follow him. <laughs> Because there's no kind of routine to it and everything's... It's just improvising, really. It's more like sort of an episode of Footloose. (laughs) (laughs) And I called it Sammy Lee's Disco Warm-Up and that was because... (laughs) <laughs> became a bit of a thing and watching him try to keep it was like a sort of elaborate dance routine and like an aerobics class he does angry really well oh, I mean, he's got he no neck out. at all so he leaps forward from well, we don't even have a dugout do we that's why that's why the Man United got to the up the other day but he leaps forward no neck whatsoever and gets furious but Cooman's pretty hard bust isn't mm, he he's a yeah. pretty unsmiling angry manager Sammy Lee went on the pitch at one point, actually. He was, he was, he was so agitated. What was he, he angry about? I couldn't see anything to get angry about. Full stop, other than, you know, Tadgett's laying on the ground for, for nothing. That for was a month. weird one, wasn't it? That Ch- Chamberlain yeah. challenged him. Yeah. Couldn't really see what had happened and he lay there for ages. But it was when uh, Toby, I'm going to say Toby, I can't say his surname. That was the the anagram. When he came over and told the Southampton physio to go back, sit down. And then sat on the pitch. (laughs) No, no, when Tadic was injured. Oh, right. Yeah, don't bother. Don't be right. Yeah, he's He's obviously faking it, and he was. Well, he got the full full force of... uh, Emirates hospitality when he uh, when he was limping off and they were down to ten men near the end because he went and sat down on the pitch. He right sat in front on the field. Yeah, and Chambers uh, tried to pick him up to get off. It would yeah. be good though if there was an app that you could put on your phone. And you could go. Is it worth going tonight? And he went no. <laughs> I mean, it livened up when Giroud came on. That's when st- things started. Who knew, to change, who knew you'd get to a situation? I mean, I, yeah. I thought I thought Giroud made a very again good. a really good contribution. Yeah, just... and I think him, him and Welbeck will get, should start the game. Yeah, Olivier Giroud, yeah, Giroud came Giroud, on. Yeah. Last night and uh, and made a good impact for us up front. Although I was very disappointed that Chamberlain mm. got substituted, but um, Aaron Ramsey was having another mare. Although he did come up at the end with the assist. <laughs> so I was, what do we can know? You do? Yeah, you know the uh, manager's right again. <laughs> but um, I think uh, I think I was on my feet. Going, Are you watching this game? Yeah. Like this? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't happy. Were no, you? No, no, like Chamberlain, and he's always getting yanked, and he, he always gets dropped. He wasn't happy about it at all. No, well, he wasn't off. that. He showed any real. Uh, he just showed disappointment, didn't mm. he? I mean, he'd started brightly, but then, you know, because we've seen two Chamberlains this season, like he had a couple of stinkers right near the start of the season, and then he's been playing really well. He's not he's 100% kind of reliable in possession. He does concede possession at times, either through a, la- a wayward pass but then or getting what's, But then what's Aaron Ramsey got to do at the moment? Because he's mm. conceding a lot of possession a lot he of the is. time. But then, he's you know... He's in a gut in there, though. He is, He'll he is. come right for him. He yeah. needs a goal, he needs... And he was still going, and he was there in the last and minute. And I think and that assist might across. help him. So, yeah. Mm. A moment like that, right deep into the game... 
to get to the bar and show good close control and pulled it back a bit hopefully. But when you pull it back a bit, hopefully across the box, there's one bloke who's going to be Always, there. Yeah. And he was dead. Oh, he was, man. I mean, he's been dead on his feet for the last two or three games. And he's if, you just, if you stop and God. just watch him, not watch the ball, and if you just watch him for a bit, he, I mean, he's a predator. He's never, he's never standing still. He's bust a gut. I mean, there, was, there was one, um, I think, when Giroud's header was kind of tipped over. Yes. Yeah, actually, you could have you could have legitimately thought that a goal had been scored because the net bulges because <laughs> running into the net at a hundred miles an hour. Is no, Alexis. that was Ramsey. Is Alexis? No, that Alexis. was Ramsey. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that correct. Because yeah. I saw I saw, I sure? watched that on Match of the Day, and I uh, and I said to to Katie, "Oh, I'm going to rewind that. See who that is in the net. I can you imagine how interested she was in that." <laughs> <laughs> I bet she went, "Really, Alan? Yes, she, this she please." She was uh, yeah. threading bits of cotton through Christmas decorations with a, looking like a prisoner doing <laughs> hard time. So Doing work for the government. <laughs> <laughs> so for that sake, but it was uh, it was Ramsey in the back of the net throwing ah, himself in. Yeah, I watched, yeah. I, watched but I thought it, it must have been Sanchez. I watched it a gif of it this morning. Maybe that's why it's, um, Ramsey seemed faster than than he was. I was watching it. But on fair play. Ram, but Ramsey does have that heart and drive mm. and character, and he does bust a gut for the team, and that counts for a lot in there. Uh, even though he's not getting goals at the moment, but the goals will come for but him. But Sanchez, he just—I mean, you... but Sanchez has that ability to be in space, and they've seen a few tap-ins now. It's no coincidence. Perez showed us that. Yeah, you just when he's in the box, he's always moving two yards here, one yard there, shifting about to where there's space, to, so that you can see a gap through the bodies to the person with the ball, so they can see him. And he just makes himself visible. He, he eludes defenders with his constant movement, and so when the ball seems to fall at his feet eight yards out. It's because he's constantly making himself visible to people, and I think he's brilliant at it. And he got the goal against Swansea, he got the goal at Leicester, he got that goal last night, and all of them got the same thing in common, a simple side foot from six yards out. And you might think, oh, lucky beggar, it's fallen to him again. It's not how it works. No. This is a bloke who's alive to everything that's happening. And he's not... Sometimes you see the ball come across the box, and someone... Well, Nicholas Bentner's a classic example, and he's not a bad striker, mm. right, when he's concentrating and focused and fit. But there were moments, there was one against Barca, I remember, when it flew oh, across the I box. Watched. And he was just back on his heels, just on his heels a little bit, not fully alert, stretched out a leg and missed it. And I we said at the time, the Ian Wright, it's a <clears> goal. <throat> Ian Wright, that's a goal. Did you go Ian to that Wright one? Was on his did you go to that one? <coughs> I can't remember. It was uh, Jack, did, yeah. Jack, Wilshire from the, um, Jack Wilshire from the right, pokes the ball with his uh, outside his left foot, Bentner just... It goes across. I suppose it's like the Thierry Henry chance in the Champions League that I've only just watched again recently for the first time. I don't know why I'm torturing myself, but um, it comes. Bentner's touch then is just horrendous. But it's his work effort. He just runs. No, that's I not the one I mean. I know the one you mean in the new camp. Yeah, you don't mean that one. No, I don't mean that one. There's another one where it came across the six-yard box and he could have stabbed it in a different match. Yeah. But he just wasn't. But Sanchez is just on his toes, and he reminds me of Wrighty. You know, mm. he's just on his toes. But his all-round game is superior to Wrighty's. You know. I mean, massively so. Right, right. He was a box player mm. and and the best, you know, in the box. The same conversation Sanchez about could play anywhere in the midfield. Right, he know. drops himself when, um, like for for, I was asking, I was asking all everyone for their, you know, for, for their for their best team. Um, just for mic levels and stuff. So right, he was like, "Yeah, I've got to be on the bench." You can't. He was like, "You can't drop, you can't drop Dennis or Thierry for that." <laughs> Liberties, man. Liberties. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot like Sean when he gets excited. Actually, yeah. like, I would like to have seen him at his best playing alongside Thierry Henry with Dennis Burkamp as number ten. 
Holy moly. I'd like to have seen that. But could you... I'd like to have seen that. I mean, do you regret... I mean, Sanchez with his work ethic and everything, don't you think, you know, he would have had a great relationship with Bentner and Shamak, people who are willing to go that extra nine (laughs) inches? Um, Can you imagine (laughs) Sanchez was furious at Martinez for one, like, for one clearance that went out to touch. Can you imagine what he would have been like around Bentner if he's really angry at a ball going out to touch? Um, That's what you want. You want that attitude, Someone who gets yeah. upset over the slightest little error. You oh, he's know. a fantastic yeah. sign, and he's the best thing about our season. But, you know, we've paid top money, and that's what you get. You get a blue chip player, don't you? He's we doing exactly for us. sometimes. He's doing exactly for us what uh, Suarez did for have... them last season, which is kind of what you signed for, really. You know, he's the same kind of player, same kind of. But he's the same kind attitude. of player, but the Suarez comparisons bothers me slightly mm. because there's comparison in technique, stature, the area on the pitch where they operate, but there's no comparison as a man mm. because this bloke is as honest as the day yeah. is long and when you had Suarez playing against you there was all that he was constantly Nastiness. trying to yeah just trying to deceive the referee constantly trying to deceive the referee taking a dive on the other side of the pitch to imply that he's been struck off the ball is a lie diving in the box pinching people scratching people treading on their Achilles like we said last racist week racist remarks biting <laughs> people I mean Sanchez <laughs> if he commits a foul it's only because he's scampering at someone and he's, he's just nipped them on the heel or something and then they go down and they buy it and he's frustrated he is, he is clean and honest in a way that's really it, it's Very marked him completely aside from, and he gets from, up all the time Suarez. like we said last time he takes some he takes hits. some hits he doesn't dive <clears throat> I mean I really I think his character is, is exceptional isn't that? so the Suarez Suarez's comparison does slightly bother me. I'm a huge admiration for Suarez as a player, but as a man, he was an appalling character he showed on the pit. I mean, was really, you ended up hating him, didn't even want to. Sometimes they've got to be nasty. I mean, Torres had a nasty streak. Pella's got a nasty streak. Dennis had a nasty Dennis streak. Dennis had it. You've got to have a bit of it, otherwise you're going to get bullied by people, you know. And actually, Koscielny last night, as the game wore on and Pella tired a bit, I thought, Koscielny worked him out took two yards back on him and took a run at the headers yeah, and was that. trying to get in front of him. He was kind of jumping against his shoulder and getting the head in before it got to him. And what Koscielny had an excellent game against him because at the beginning you were thinking, because he was obviously, Pella's obviously going away from Mertesacker, not going near Mertesacker. He's going on Koscielny all the time, thinking he could get the best of him, thinking he could bully him. Koscielny didn't react to the elbow, didn't react to getting poked in the eye, didn't that react an- to anything. That ankle's a worry though, dude. He it spent, is a worry. He spent part of the first half... No, because he got a whack on it in front of us. Good to see him back. His, <coughs> limped his back. way into... He did, and, but the thing is, annoying, the only thing about that is that that started last season, this thing about Exactly, we knew about it we knew over, about it. So over the summer. Over Marlon go, but anyway, as you say, Vermaelen's out for months anyway. Months and months. And months. <laughs> so we need to sign a, a centre-half. Giroud yeah. could do it a little bit, that nastiness. I mean, he still does that, you know, he still... He still waves his wrist around like when someone's tapped him on the back he of the head or something. He makes a lot of fuss about he foul. Mm. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's a unit. he's a tart. That's what you say. the chase. Yeah, he's a tart. But a lot of the time forwards do that to to alert the referee to the fact that there's mm. some sly stuff going on. It must but, be a more manly way to do it. Though. Yes, mm. but Koscielny won't do that when Pella's doing it to him. It reminds me of when Basil Bowley headbutted Stuart Pearce. Do you remember that epic that was? You must be on no. YouTube. What yeah. isn't? Bowley goes up to Pierce and just nuts him in the head hard. Right? Bowley was a hard bastard. <laughs> Pierce just, <laughs> just looked at him. <laughs> didn't go down. Yeah, didn't said, flinch. Oh, that, that stared at him you. as if to say, I am now counting to ten. <laughs> <laughs> and Bowley looked at him as if to say, all right, oh. I'll leave it. <laughs> and then after the guy publicly thanked him for not 
going down. Because if he'd gone down, oh. had one of the blind officials seen it, he'd have been definitely red card. Oh. In the way, you know. Can you imagine that now? James Tompkins, are you are you listening? You know, because oh. that was uh, it was brilliant. What Stuart Pearce did. <laughs> It didn't help us in the game. But, uh, <laughs> do you think defensively, though, we've we've tightened up a little bit now? Definitely. Yeah. Three clean sheets. Oh, I, one I, nil I, to the <laughs> Arsenal. One nil to the Arsenal. I will take one nil at Stoke. Yeah. I will take one nil yeah. at Galatasaray. Yeah. I'll take one nil at home to Newcastle. Thank you very much. Yeah. I would like those three results. Three clean sheets in a week. Mm. Everything that went wrong against Andalet, everything that was driving us mad about this ludicrous, embarrassing school, school team breakaway, ways against Man United that cost us the game <laughs> letting in late goals letting losing leads <laughs> you have got to be compact tight help each other out you've got to help each other out it's the key to defending and suddenly three clean sheets in a week I know they're not the most challenging fixtures we've had because Dortmund were <laughs> poor West Brom have only really got Berahino and he was very unlucky because mm. he was flagged offside when he was a clean he really throw. wasn't no. yeah, he was not offside <laughs> he probably would have scored and he hit the bar of his header so we got off, we pinch that point, but that's mm. how it goes when you're winning one 0 away in the Premier League. Can't have it all. I mean, I'd be bored of tears. This week. <laughs> bored to tears this week. <laughs> the, 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 but we've got three you know, we've got clean sheets yeah. and three yeah. wins. The reason why I mentioned, you know, when Welbeck he, he passed the ball expecting Monreal to be there, and he wasn't. And mm. that's why I'm thinking. Well, obviously, instead of him being up there, you know, uh, and then we might have given the ball away, and then it had gone down the other end, and they would have scored. He, he was actually back defending, and I think that's what's yeah, happened. We didn't, we didn't have everyone times, bombing forward. The only time usual. Southampton got into, you know, when they did have a sort of <clears> semi breakaway, but I mean, we, we they were we, they were matched instead of it being like three against. One or three against two, yeah, which we've definitely. seen a lot. There's no we had point. Four back. Everyone going upfield, playing loads of pretty, pretty football, missing a couple of chances, and then throwing your hands in the air, going, "Oh, we're so unlucky. They've only had one shot." That's their tactics, mm. and that was the only way Southampton were getting three points last night was to hold, 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 and then hit us on the break. And they got a little bit of pace, and they got some couple of clever footballers. I like that Davis they've got, the Irish kid, and Tadic is good, mm. and they might have pinched the goal. Pella did get in. Mm. And that would have been 1-0. And that could have been the end of the game. I think it was uh, Ronald Koeman was bemoaning the fact they had to go down to 10 men for the last few minutes. And maybe that did make a difference. But I think already, once Giroud had come on, he set up well back for one, didn't he? Mm. had a header himself. And the, the momentum was going our way. They were definitely tired. We might have won it anyway. Stat I heard uh, quite a lot yesterday, last night, was that um, it's the seventh time that we've scored in the last five minutes this season. Yeah, it's good going. Which is more than anyone else. Yeah, so we're physically, we're physically fit. Anyway, yeah, we've saved points against Palace and the whole city. I also, I, I also made my, uh, allowed myself to make, <laughs> make myself angry. It was a long journey home yesterday, but... Um, there was another caller to to. There was another caller to Five yeah, Live oh, who it. suggested that um, we needed to, you know, clear the decks and get Allardyce in. You know, he's got Big Sam. Big Sam. Big Sam. It's been a while since we've had Big Sam Big as a Sam. shout for manager. Big Sam, Lee Catamore, Alan Pardew, all in one week. I've had enough. <laughs> Obviously, some people, some people shouldn't be allowed to people speak. Have got visions for our club that they were not shared on the Tuesday club. I think people are jumping on a bandwagon here. Maybe, yeah, maybe so. Maybe Maybe there's a very organised trolling enough, network folding in the five Big rows. Sam is the next England manager in waiting and I hope he gets the gig. You know, when Roy Hodgson's had enough and Roy Hodgson's doing a fine job at mm. the moment, mm. you know, and I like I like Woy. Mm. Um but yeah, that that is the man who <laughs> when 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 Woy hangs up his blazer, uh, you think Big Sam. Sam. He's gotta be. 
Oh, you know what happens yeah. if someone's around long enough? As a pan- when the pantomime villain's been around long enough, yeah, they get the biggest like round him. of applause at the end of the show, don't they? I, I, I'm <laughs> actually, that's what's actually been being said. You know, I mean, West Ham are us, but I'm actually pleased that he's turned it round because he was getting so much stick. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I agree I, with I, you. I know what you think about West Ham yeah. because you know we had to, we had to put up with it for years. While well, we were winning trophies, they were going, "Yeah, but we're the Academy of Football. We play nice football." Cause just because they had Bobby Moore for a few years yeah, and Martin yeah. Peters. <laughs> They haven't played that anything nicer than anybody else for yeah. donkey's years, right? Mm. So then Allardyce turns up and they say, this is against the DNA of our club or whatever. Well, they're not saying it now, they're top six. No, they? they're right, not, well. no. I mean, he was getting, honestly, he was getting stick every week. And we go, we're not used to seeing that kind of football. You've been relegated up and down, <laughs> you know. And this is a guy on a shoestring budget is actually fighting to keep you in the Premier League. And now he's got him in the... I yeah. think and and he has made an effort to not just to lump it to Andy Carroll, not mainly because yeah. Andy Carroll's never <laughs> fit. fit. But, but they're playing some good. But you signed that end of Valencia. What yeah. a signing yeah. he's Sac- been. Sacco, though he's been injured, so the goals dried up a bit. But I think football dies a little bit when um, when <laughs> Sam leads us to the most corrupt. Uh, World Cup ever in 2018 <laughs> <laughs> an Allardyce led England team in Russia in 2018 no, is a tournament no, I don't I think it'll be done I can't be part of <laughs> I, think, I think Roy will still be in um, alright then for so Allardyce for Qatar Allardyce for Qatar <laughs> that's what I'm seeing the sw- oh poor old sweating <laughs> football has eaten itself uh, <laughs> wearing, wearing one of those PLO scarves <laughs> On the touchline, <laughs> in a kind of floor-length bed sheet. Let me go, Sam, Sam, you don't wear a burqa. You don't wear a burqa, Sam, it's only... I've heard, I've heard this is how you keep... Is you this keep right? Cool. Is this how you keep cool? And it's heat. You have to wear a sheet. <laughs> oh. Big Sam, big Sam for England. Uh, we got West Ham on Boxing Day, haven't we? Uh, no, QPR on Boxing Day. QPR on Boxing Day, West Ham, West Ham a couple of days later. After that. Away. Away. And Jenkinson, but because Arsenal always lets them play against us, but well, is it the they, FA law no, now that you to, can't, or you can't, the football that? league law that I you can't know. play against? Uh, Chris is struggling; he doesn't know. Do you know what? No one really gives a shit. They make laws about things that no one cares about. Mm. But I don't know if Jenkinson can play or not. I don't know. That'll be quite a hard fixture. But we, you know, it, 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 it's, it's games like that. The Wenger's right. It's not about them. It's about us. If we mm. turn up and play, we'll beat them because we're better. We've got better players in every position. Than we should beat them. Uh, we've got Theo back for the next game. We've got Debussy back for Newcastle. I think. I'll come in back the players now. So now we can put in a run and, hey, look, come forth. Yeah, we'll, we'll come forth. <laughs> oh, Stan yeah, was there last night, by the way, with, surprisingly, either a hair transplant or he's dyed his ferret on his head. <laughs> because, oh, it's changed colour from, you know, a nice russet brown to black. Well, I don't know how that can happen. But, you know, when you're a multimillionaire, they say you can shell out for a new toupee. I saw Chips. He comes to London for his hair, dude. Yeah. I saw Chips Keswick last night. Ah, while I was did in you? The- Oh yes, now that was the point. We were well, asking yeah, you about yeah. your soundscape, and we mm. got sidetracked. But you got access to the Emirates pre-match last night. I did to conduct interviews with Vic Acres, Little Vic, so and the Acres, Little Vic and the Acres in the in in the, in the dressing room, which was fun. Um, had to in had the to, dressing room, shirts hanging up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to smell uh, of liniment. I couldn't go around like with my nose pressed to the bench because Vic was kind of he was pressed for time, and we had to do a little bit of it again because did he a, give you any free a, socks? A bunch of uh, Russian students uh, came in halfway through on a tour of the stadium as well, so we had to recut. Oh, no. I know. But like, while we were in the they, they can get anywhere the Russians. Oh, while yeah. we were in the bowels of the stadium, <laughs> well, they're in my room. Thanks to Andy Exley for that. Uh, while we we're in the bowels of the stadium, yeah. um, this very familiar-looking kind of 
uh, distinguished gentleman was coming the other Did way. Did you see the ear trumpet first? Well, do you know what? I didn't. Did I, said, had, I said, I said, I didn't. Jacket and goggles. Sir Chips. It, it was Sir Chips Keswick. And I didn't recognise him because he hadn't been. Comforted by the sound of a sock with camel. <laughs> because he hadn't been photoshopped. He hadn't been photoshopped no. with, a, with an ear trumpet or a flying or a flying, or a flying hat. Uh, so I didn't recognise him. <laughs> Okay. You know what they used to do? Bandits at number 12. In the, in the First World War, those boys, when they went up in those bloody things, a bloody miracle that any of them landed in one piece. But they'd have to fly above the the, uh, I was say the, op- the opposition planes, slightly underplaying the situation. <laughs> the opposition plane. Were they playing a 4 yeah. four <laughs> And drop, they used to drop bricks out and try and hit them. Bricks? Yeah. They used to because and then they started dropping bombs out. Yeah, that would work. Try and land. Yeah, yeah. That's, what they, that's how they used to roll. That's, how, that's where Sir Chips comes from. Oh, those days. Oh, anyway, how yeah. did the hero Chips? So, did you? Were you introduced? <laughs> but who was guiding you round? Uh, Andy Exley, who, who um, works for the he, magazine. He works for the magazine, and he was so he was giving you the he, he was, taking you round. He was taking us round. And yeah, he, did he introduce you to Sir Chips? No, Sir Chips. Well, I just held the door open, and Sir Chips probably thought, "Yeah, this is about right." So you held the I door open. Oh, you held the door. To come out in, just <laughs> come the other way. So it seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah. So you're his Yeah. So Chips just took it in his stride. You just stepped in the gutter. Yeah. There. I just. <laughs> I think this kind of thing happens to him all the time. Hello. <laughs> 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 and I said hello back, and I'm sort of looking at it. He goes, uh, "Mr. Oh, Chairman, you could, have, you could have interviewed um Chips, so Chips. Chips, and I'm like. That's who it was. But I said, yeah, I didn't recognise him without the photo. I've only ever seen without him photo- photoshopped. Do you know the next the time he? Page, you know yeah. the next time he goes down, he's going to say, "Where was that charming little doorman who opened the door for me?" <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? I, 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 I rather liked him. <laughs> I needed you, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't expect doors to open by themselves. <laughs> That's good. He went up to uh, Dial Square and did the interview. There's a Dial Square bit, which is uh, where um, sort of hospitality is Yeah, yeah. Quite and then. Nice. Um, and I had a chat with uh, old Charlie George. Who, um, he said, oh, he, "He said I should say hello to you." He used to live near me. He said that. Well, I used to live near him. Rather, mm. I think I suspect he still lives around there. I saw him occasionally, Charlie. I did ask him if he remembered Keith. Um, no, of course he was. He's, well, he's in corporate hospitality. He played along. He nodded and went, "Oh yeah, Keith." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah, we met him when yeah. we had Keith's fiftieth. Keith's fiftieth. Yeah. Yeah. Keith's oh, 50th, uh, we got a box guy. for what was it? Portsmouth home. Portsmouth home. Where are we they now? Eh? Where are they now? Um, we won four one. Diaby scored. Oh, Shavin. Do you remember that? Scored, yeah. yeah. The Army scored a goal. Yeah. Oh, oh, Shavin. Now. Oh. oh. Hello. Uh, I was up Intel. in, uh, as you know, I've moved up into uh, Hampstead now mm-hmm. uh, in an effort to get nearer to the Arsenal players rather than the. <laughs> yeah. I'm not so bothered about living near the ground these days. I like to live near the team. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, and there's a butcher's on Rostin Hill. Uh, which is quite fancy very nice imagine. Butchers. yeah a lot of organic yeah. stuff you yeah. know and all the staff and mammals and they're all yeah. well, next to the pound lounge they shop, would mammals if they were human <laughs> what, what I mean is they're farm animals who yeah. can talk <laughs> <laughs> anyway I went in there to buy a yo-yo from a three year old it's a chewy fruit snack right. and the bloke goes to me, we got a lot of Arsenal players in, you know. People don't say hello to me, they just say stuff, something about Arsenal. <laughs> they say, Apropos of nothing, when I'm trying to choose a, which fruit flavour thing he's having, and he goes, oh, do you? He goes, yeah, Podolsky comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I goes, oh, yeah, does he? Go on then. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, Schnitzel. He buys Schnitzel. I couldn't believe he actually no. bought Schnitzel. I said he didn't. He goes, he did. He bought Schnitzel. <laughs> How hilarious, I said. I said, well, isn't that funny? What with him being a German? Yeah. I said, is he coming on his own or does he bring it? No, Mertesacker. Mertesacker came in. Yeah. Did he? Yes. He ca- Arteta. He comes in mm. as well. Oh, we've had loads down the years. Oh, Shavin. He was funny. He said some funny things. I said, go on. He said, <laughs> "Yeah." He goes, "What is this?" And then he did quite a good impersonation of an English person doing the Russian accent, mm. which we now think is how Russian people talk. He goes, "What is this duck fat?" He goes, "Well, it's duck fat. It's duck, duck fat. fat yeah. You English are crazy. What are you doing, duck fat?" <laughs> and that, so that was his Arshavan anecdote. And then he told us, uh, he told me that uh, Peter Crouch came in one day. Oh, he had a duck. <laughs> <laughs> And his wife's only about five foot two. And I thought, hang on a minute, I'm true. very familiar with the frame of Abby Clancy. Abby Clancy yeah. is not. Been, not. Not too familiar. I've been, no, well, sadly not. Oh, yeah. I've been dedicated to the, <laughs> the perfection that is Abby Clancy <laughs> for a number of years. And I'm telling you now, she, that lady is too. not five foot two. Mm-hmm. Right? She's taller than that. So now you're thinking... See, I'm taller than that. I'm thinking either he's, mis- he's underestimated Abby's height... Mm-hmm. Or Peter Crouch was uh, doing the right stepping out with somebody else yeah. <laughs> down the butchers. Or Thierry and uh, Robert Pires <laughs> used to live in Hampstead, didn't they? So you timed it. Yeah. You yeah. timed it a little bit wrong. Well, I did. That I think, didn't did. Thierry used to have a um, a aquarium like going the middle of? Uh, I don't. I've not been in Titi's house. <laughs> no, he had like a sort of three-story aquarium. He I had thought. a Renault Clio. That's all I know about the bloke. But I don't even think he drove it. <laughs> yeah, no, there's uh, they, yeah, a few of them have lived up there. I think Fabregas lived up there as well. And uh, I think the club mm. owners and owners, I don't know. Yeah, probably got anyway. And then I went to get my hair cut and? up the road uh, for the first time in this place. I met this guy and I, he cut me hair and he was a nice bloke. We're having a bit of a chat. And he said, uh, I'll cut Podolsky's hair. You know, don't you know? <laughs> Before we I said hello. Said, what? is weird because I've only just been in the butchers yeah. and he's thinking he sells him his schnitzel and now you're cutting his hair yeah. I said go on what was that like and he got, and he just did a mime of someone staring at their phone with two thumbs going and he said every now and then Instagram. he looks up and he goes shorter <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he said last time he was there he got two shorters and that was all he got out of the bloke and then but he said that there was another guy cut his hair because he comes he's basically got short back and sides he'd go yeah. to a barber and have it done in five minutes for about eight quid but he sits there for an hour having a scissor cut and spending 80 quid you know so, so, so for the weekend sir something for the weekend <laughs> something for the bench but someone else cut his hair right and he, go, and he goes he got shorter shorter and then he looked at him and went too short <laughs> Yeah. And he went, oh no, there's no coming back now. <laughs> he can't put it back on, Lucas. Nah, it's only for a week. Do uh, you reckon Lucas will be there in uh, on January, I liked him on when February he came on last night? I liked him. He looked him. busy, didn't he? We had a bit Not- of a laugh about him because we reckon he's got about eight minutes of good football in the tank, and that's that's what he can give you. <laughs> he was tearing away, tearing around, wasn't he? I tell you, he, he wasn't happy. On the, I tell you, he wasn't happy. He was, and did you see Riziki on the side? Furious. What about not when going to Just when the substitutions were going, yeah, hands on his hips, kind of shaking his head, all of that. Yeah. It's Has he actually played this season I at all? I don't know why he kept him on for another year. I mean, I do know why, because he contributed a lot last season, mm. including two fantastic goals against Tottenham. And the dressing room and all that. And he's a great bloke, mm. and he's mates with Flamini, and he gives, you know, he's great to have around. And if you... But, You've got to play him sometimes, if you, otherwise if you've it becomes... you've lost and you've lost Wilshire, and Ramsey's not playing very well, and there's still no room for him... Then I don't know. I mean, we sat there bemoaning 
not signing you, no, but we won't go into that. So let's talk about... Uh, well, first of all, uh, there's somebody that Keith wants to punch in the ear. Yes, right? Mark Pugach. Mark Pugach, right. the mild-mannered Five Life presenter who's, who's never offended anyone. anyone well, at all. <laughs> one, one well he's <laughs> offended me. Excellent broadcast. Arsenal fan, isn't he? Fa- he's gonna, is he? I don't uh, know. No, well, I, I don't care. Well, well, it's Dortmund game, right? So I'm with uh, a, a fan of the show, uh, Lucy, and a friend of hers, and she's getting her book signed by the lovely Amy Lawrence. Amy Lawrence. Who won the football... We'll come into that, coming yeah. to that, coming to but, that. But anyway... She comes over, and I'm told this like this last night. So luckily, I didn't hear it, see it at the time. But luckily, apparently, so luckily, we're having a chat, luckily, yeah. and Mark Pugach goes, "Oi, keep it down." Oh, excuse me. This Hang is, on, where where were you? Well, you know where the scum sit. You know the press with the riffraff, the you know the vagrant area. You know. Oh, so the, after the Dortmund game? No, this is before before, before, before the, the Dortmund game. Off, before the Dortmund game. Now, I should now. Yeah. I need to set the scene here. Right. I need to set the scene. So here. Really you're, you're running before we can oh, walk. Right. Where we sit, block thirty-two. Mm. When we enter, on the right is block 31. At the back of block 31, mm. the press box. Press so box. We always right. go past the press box. We always have a little look round for <laughs> Oliver Dalton, his hairband. The we're really hair hoping band. for the hairband. <laughs> and then we're going to call him <laughs> over and all get selfies done with him in the hairband. <laughs> please, Ollie, please turn up wearing the hairband so we can get this out of the way because I've been looking for you for two years. <laughs> <laughs> he's never there. But I think he's up north and he's being bitter. But, <laughs> Um, Amy Lawrence is regularly there. We often yeah. see Amy, see, who's a friend of the show. We love her. We love to wave at Amy. Yeah. Sometimes we see Martin Keown up the back. The radio commentators yeah. at the back. sit at the back of the press box. So what I'm guessing is they were broadcasting yeah. when old Block 32 comes in. And that Keith tell your story oh, we're several feet away <laughs> so Amy's dutifully signing uh, Lucy's book etc we're having a little bit of a chat nothing yeah. too loud but yeah. apparently unbeknown to me Lucy tells me this she says Pugach comes in with oi keep it down cheek if I'd have been if it is they said that to me yeah. I mean, what do you mean keep it down the game ain't kicked off shove the microphone near your mouth mush and who cares about what he's broadcasting I'm having a chat yes. you know the, the audacity of the man it's ridiculous you know, and then he'll probably bang on. Oh, it's very quiet at the Emirates, isn't it? Oh, it's very quiet at the Emirates. Well, turns out it's quiet because we're having to keep it down for five yeah, lives. Yeah, for five bleeding lives. <laughs> keep it down, you know. And just because, you know, I'm talking to the lovely, the, the demure Amy Lawrence, you know. How does she sit with that bag of rat bags who sit there week in a week? Look, have know. you seen them? Yes. They do look like vagrants, they're don't not, they? They're not happy, none of them. Are happy. God, they're the most miserable <laughs> bunch of bleeders you've ever seen. You think they've worked out a Siberian coal mine to look at them instead of being at a match with a computer and a typewriter? Good. Nice God. comfy seats. You do hear that the Arsenal God. press box is one of the better ones, actually. Yeah. You, oh, you, you wouldn't think it, though, to Very look well at them, would you? Very well catered, Keith. It's a free bar. Very well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll bet it. I'll bet it ain't half. Keep them on side. It hasn't worked over the years. No, £2.10 for a bottle of water I had to pay yesterday. Did you get a free bar, yeah. £2.10. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot down Bring back the bagel stand. Yes, and the peanut. Peanuts. Band. And the Metropolitan Police Band. Does anyone know? Does any, uh, did, yes. uh, if we put an appeal out, actually, for any information on Peanut Man from the old hybrid days? Monkey Nut Man. Peanuts. Um, Can you imagine him trying to get in now? I did read something about that, about him. You know, you need the old school boys, yeah. the Black Scarf boys, or. Uh, the uh, Acer, Isa, whatever yeah. they call themselves, those lads, they know, they'll know where he is. 
they know. They have their own where are they now column in their publication. <laughs> it's for people like the I reckon by man. the end of the day, um, with the power of social media, he will be found. Yeah, he yeah. shifted a lot of peanuts in those days. Must have been some serious sweeping up on the North Bank because there were always millions of peanut shells. Could you, could you imagine if you tried to take in a huge sack of peanuts into the Emirates well, and then go around? Because of nut allergies. They'd beat you up, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, no. Nut allergies. That's not fun. allowed. It's like a primary school. I mean, but did you see anyone on the North Bank after consuming a Peanut suddenly going onto the floor or jumping around, foaming at the mouth. They didn't have nut allergies in the 70s. They didn't. There's no such thing. It's all a recent development. Because people were filthy back then. (laughs) (laughs) This is what gets me with the news when they come on and go, oh, some viewers may find the scenes distressing. Well, of course it's the bloody news. I know this is going to be something distressing. (laughs) I don't need to be told. Or, oh, this might have flash photography. Oh, for crying out loud, grow up. (laughs) That's for people with it. Well, it's, then it's don't modern, watch the news. There's obviously <laughs> going to be flash bloody right. photography if you watch the news. You know, put some sunglasses on for Christ's sake. You know, it's when they go, this programme contains scenes of sexual violence and horror. Oh, no surprise. That's why I'm watching it, mate. I don't have to be told every you know, when you're watching the, uh, If you're watching the Sky Movie Channel, <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll put a warning up and it'll say, strong sex, and we'll always you go, oh, yeah, that's good. that's good. I'll have some they of that. They never put up weak sex as a warning. No, no, or contain scenes of boredom. <laughs> some scenes that should have been cut. Yeah. This <laughs> or film, at least rewritten. Uh, this film is a bit tedious. <laughs> this film is badly conceived, poorly shot. Shot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Move on. Move on. Anyway, tell us about your... So, yes, spy. now, we uh, were at the Tuesday Club uh, through an extensive internet campaign. I made at least three tweets <laughs> about it on uh, at Yellow Boots on our, mm-hmm. our, um, our Twitter feed and Tyo uh, mentioned it on our Facebook page. And through our concerted efforts... We managed to get ourselves a nomination for the Football Supporters Federation Podcast of the Year. Yeah. Uh, the Football Supporters Federation, um, uh, they're a good, good bunch, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. do stuff for football fans mm. on about safe standing, fairer, price, fairer pricing. Can I argue with tw- that? 20s plenty, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they have a. You can sign up for the newsletter and what have you. Anyway. They have obviously got a bit of cash going around down the place because they threw a bit of a do, threw a bit of a do, a bit of a do. down at the uh, Renaissance Hotel in uh, St Pancras. Very nice spot. And uh, Taya Papula um, went down there uh, representing the Tuesday Club. How did, was it, T? I did. It was a. It was a. It was a lovely <clears throat> evening. They said they started three years ago above a pub and they've had a little bit With of the awards yeah so they've had a they've had a little bit of money given to them since then um which allowed them to do it at the saint pancras hotel um have a, a little bit of uh, free food and and drink and of course get the host as a um eminent as a uh, james richardson to he to, hosted he the hosted the, he hosted the awards <coughs> that's not um more of him in a minute um <laughs> um, so Joe Aguero was there because he won. Was he? He really? was there. He was oh, there yeah, fair yeah. play to him. Oh, I like Sir. Oh, I like Aguero. him too. He won yeah. Player of he the sh- Year. He should have had a penalty. Side the other day. I played. He should have had loads of penalties yeah. this season uh, in a Sergio Aguero shirt. 
which I managed to acquire on the internet. And that helped? Because I like the old, it's a couple of years old, the shirt. It's the old red and black stripe City Away shirt. Oh, interesting. I had one of those when I was a kid. They were always my second team. Don't ask me why. I was a primary school kid. Obviously, Arsenal were the main. Mm. Always the main. Oh, you got to have a life. second team. But I had a second team, and I, and I had the red and black kit, and I always liked it, and I like AC Milan, and I like so anyway, in a fit of uh, e- e- eBay boredom late at night. <laughs> I'll do that. I purchased a Sergio Aguero. I think I'd just seen him score a hat-trick against Bayern Munich from four chances. Uh, uh, You know, I mean, he's sensational. Something else, yeah. Something else. So, uh, anyway, I wore it for the first time Monday. Scored twice. Scored twice. This is so unheard of. People actually laughed out loud when I got the second goal. Forget Billy's boots. People openly laughed when I scored the second goal. The final score, I should point out, was 21-16 to the other team. When I got home... (laughs) And uh, Sharon, our cleaner, who's a massive gooner, said to me, what were you playing, rugby? I thought it was unfair. <laughs> uh, she also didn't say it like that. She said it in, yeah. in quite a broad Jamaican accent, which I'm not going to try and do because it's rude. Thank you. <laughs> but it was quite funny. Anyway, yeah, I like a question. So he actually turned up. So Did he? He was down was in London. Was he wouldn't have been down in London, was I he? I think he was there for, I mean, he didn't. He didn't stick around for. Um, he didn't stick around afterwards. This was on Monday was evening. It's Monday evening, so he's down. It's when you see that Sergio Aguero is kind. Of, there's a table which says Sergio Aguero, Sergio Aguero, Sergio Aguero, Sergio. You know, he they gave him loads because they didn't just want to give us any. They gave us one free ticket, and they said you have to pay for the second one. But uh, I said, well, my my agents actually said he what you've got to let him have a guest. He can't go on his own. You won't be able to find the toilet. You know, they said something like that probably. But, um, <laughs> Uh, more on that as well, actually. With, uh, <laughs> so took a guess. Yeah. yeah, we'll find out about her in more, a minute. Yeah, more about that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. So Sergio Aguero was there. Um, Gary Neville wasn't there, but he won. Um, he won best pundit. Best pundit. Who's in the running for best pundit? Well, Robbie Savage was there as well, nominated for best pundit, and, as was indeed uh, Jamie Carragher. So Robbie Savage was the only one who turned up. Pundit tree um, is going downhill. Yeah. It? Um, <laughs> my favourite, one of my favourite moments of the evening. There were quite a few. My favorite, um, Martin Tyler was there, and he won commentator of the year. And um, yeah, he's just, good. He's he good. Came, I'll vote for just because no one likes the other commentator. Well, yeah, he came up, sort of said, um, "Yes, you know, much enjoying, much enjoying the food here. I'm." Um, I'm single, so normally just cook for myself. <laughs> Did he? He wasn't coming on yet, just was he? Just paused. <laughs> too much information. Just a, just a little bit awkward. Every, oh, <laughs> every Either it was amazing comic timing or just a little bit awkward, like an awkward senior moment. I don't know. I'd like to think it I was think the former. It's a joke he got off yeah, the internet, I, think, I expect. It, well, yeah. it, 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 <laughs> If the if the idea of comedy well, is you to can be also get a wife, Martin, or a husband, whatever you like. Yeah. If, the com- if, the, if the idea of comedy is to be unsettling, it, really, yeah. <laughs> it kind of works. Yeah. Um, and uh, Robbie Savage didn't um, didn't win, and he was. Um, but how can where's Graham Soonis? Where's Gordon Strachan? These are the good pundits. Mm. What's That's going true. on? Yeah, I guess it's That's just visibility wrong, haven't they? The, um, but it was. Uh, um, but I quite like Robbie Savage. I've met him a couple of times. He is as he is. He's a bit bouncy, a bit gobby. Bit, a bit, bit in your face. Bit thin skin. Did you too. did you meet him, T? I'm no. t- see what I'm doing. Here. Yeah, T. <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't meet him. Um, I don't think he's probably <laughs> forgiven me for calling him the Sergio Buskets Buskets of Buskets of Broadcasting. Yeah. And we, uh, did you? Why did you call him that? Um, because he's only appreciated by those who who are, in, who are closest to him, and everyone else thinks he's a <laughs> twat. So he's never. Um, no, really. Do yeah, you, do we did that oh, when we were on. Um, when we were on. So uh, anyway, what happened? Anyway, no. So. Um, he, um, and he heard about that, did he? 
Yeah, he did. Did he? Oh, I like him already. Um, he's vindictive. So he, um, he reckoned uh, we, we had a couple of other Arsenal. We had a couple of other Arsenal people things. there. We had a couple of other Arsenal wins there because uh, we only got two out of three. We didn't win in our category, um, but Ask Blog won Best Blogger of the Year. So that was uh, That's good. very good. And, and, and um, Amy Lawrence won Amy Lawrence Best Writer. Yeah, 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 so yeah, did you time. see that? Were you on their table? Or no, we were, uh, we were. We were on a table with um, with. Oh, they obviously other made an impression. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> uh, other podcasters? Other, no, no, no. We, we, there was an app that um, were supporting the awards, and unfortunately the name has gone for me while I say this. Oh, no. Oh, no. They put all that money I in. Mean, uh, yeah, can't, we, even remember can't even yeah, remember yeah, yeah. Amy was on a table with a, with a bunch of journalists. Um, and she was looking lovely. Lovely dress, Amy. Great. So you look class. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Arsenal was down on another table and they went in their categories. Um, we were in a category, a keenly contested one with a Football Weekly, Football Ramble um, and some other no doubt worthy um, podcasts. And um, unfortunately, we couldn't, um, we didn't couldn't, we, we we couldn't didn't have an twice. Arsenal one, two, three. But uh, we did get a chance to meet... Um, James Richard, I came down with uh, I came down with with the Hornet being away and with Keith not answering his phone. No, uh, if you, I've got my phone here, and if you want me to turn it on, there was no email from you because I've got all your previous ones. So you didn't text, text, you didn't send me a text. It's on. So there, <laughs> you've been beaten by your own technology. Oh, last text I got from you is about shelves. <laughs> so you didn't text me. We can take, we there can take you go. This off camera. Thank can, you, Doctor Watson. We can take this off mic, can you? But, so um, uh, uh, <laughs> it off mic, man. I've got a last, a last minute, a last minute, excellent call up. Um, I uh, brought a, a friend Clancy. of mine. Well, almost, almost, very attractive uh, young lady called uh, Kate, who's my neighbour, who's an Arsenal fan, mm. and she came to the awards. Um, turned up just when um. Amy had won hers, and we were sitting. My table was right below uh, James Richardson's. It was right below where the awards were being hosted, so we were right at the front. All right, okay. So um, oh, that's normally a sign you might be in the running. <clears throat> well, yeah, quite. So you know, Speaking it's, as, it's as funny, as isn't it? Well, just when you get, <laughs> just when you, you know. You know that Football Weekly are going to win because it's Football Weekly, but just before they open the envelope, you just start, you know, oh, I haven't got... Ooh, it's a bit of a flat. Yeah, I haven't got a speech. Might just, I don't know, I haven't got any jokes or anything like that. Anyway, yeah. so luckily we didn't. Um, but the real um, the real winner this evening, apart from football, was um, was uh, Kate was very much a hit with um, some of the uh, some of the football fraternity. So oh, um, yeah. <laughs> if she plays her cards right, it won't just be football she'll be getting weekly. She could have a date. <laughs> so, um, she could have a date. <laughs> I think she might have had a pick of her room, including. Really? She went home with a, a thick notebook full of numbers. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and a big smile. So, yes, yeah, so it was a good evening. It was a fun evening. We didn't. Um, we didn't win this time, but thank you to everyone for voting because it did say in the program mm. um, one of the most nominated uh, podcasts in uh, one of the most popular nominated podcasts, the Tuesday Club. So that was oh all. good, well oh, thank right. you. But they decide themselves who wins. Do they? It's not done by a vote. How do they? Do they have a, ju- a jury judging? How do they pick the winner? Not quite sure. No. But, um, oh, hang on a minute. Let's backtrack. Arts. Sorry. So we had people voting. So we might have got more votes, but they picked the other one. 
No, I don't. No, Keith. Because at this point, I'm going to get angry. Keith, step right. away from step no. away from the soapbox. Step away from the soapbox. Sounds like we had more nominations. They decided to give it to this professional outfit, fully funded by a national newspaper, trotting out there. I mean, to be to be fair, before I've never listened to it, so I don't actually know what I'm on about. But I bet it's shit. There's a very thank you, Alan. Oh, it's nice, really good. See, Silent Twist. That's the attitude of a winner. That's why we don't. Because you went. Oh, well, they got quite a good put their own. We're the best. <laughs> we're number one. Right, we mate. get the most downloads. We've been at number the top, and no, we've been no, no, beaten. No, we we've been cheated. Stop the table. No, we don't. We um, don't get the most downloads. No, Barry Glendening made a very bad <laughs> in the past. <laughs> Barry Blendening made a very funny joke about um, um, Robbie Savage being there with <laughs> with AP McCoy, which was quite funny uh, for everyone, apart from maybe Robbie Savage. What was the joke? He just said that he sees that um, AP McCoy's ride for the evening was Robbie, was Robbie Savage. Was Robbie Savage. He's got a mane of hair. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> he looks so, a bit like a Did he say that to the mic? He did, He said it in front of... He said when it, he was picking up the award? Indeed, he did exactly that. And we all laughed apart So he made a joke about Robbie Savage Ooh. in front of everyone. <laughs> Brave man. I'm not sure how well that went down. Did Robbie, uh, did Robbie have a word he after? Did, he seemed to be glowering after. I did see him leaning very close to Barry Glendening, and it wasn't to ask him for his number. Was it? Like oh, to so uh, I think <laughs> he might have been... Like take, take this outside? Might have been an offering... <laughs> He also went up to Askblog and said, I won't try and do the accent because I can't. He went, are you Askblog? And Askblog said, well, yes, because I've just got yeah. the award saying I'm Askblog. And he goes, you dig me out sometimes, don't you? Oh, bad luck, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, he, he digs everyone out. That's why he's yeah. such a good and blogger. He's, 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 he, he, was, he, he said, I read it sometimes. So... Uh, so high praise indeed. Well, he so, obviously yeah, he reads, he reads it. It's oh. when he's Googled himself and it comes up, uh. probably. <laughs> Stop Googling yourself, Robbie, is my advice. If you got, you're wearing the pundit game, you've all got opinions, you've got plenty. So bad luck. This is what, you know, this is what happens when you give people a microphone, eh, Keith? Oh, I'm, I, I tell you, I'm starting to like Robbie Savage even more. The fact that he's digging people out. That's, I like that attitude. Yes, give him a slap. Go on, Robbie. Uh, Frank, Lampard, Frank Lampard came in oh, and yeah. to go at me. Yeah. Oh, tell us that again. Yeah, that's been a while. I haven't told you that. For when did that happen? That happened in 2005. I think this has been about the third airing. Hmm. But it's always worked. Well, yeah, he yeah. was Footballer of the Year and I was at the dinner because yeah. I was working at the Times at the time. <laughs> Uh, well, I say at the time, yeah. I, I sent yeah, him every, every fortnight from home. <laughs> um, yeah, and he came over and said, you called me a fat cockney twat. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt, you know, I should have said, oh, I don't spread it around, Frank. Mm, yeah. Everyone will start calling you it if you're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> trips off the tongue, doesn't mm. it? As an insult, mm. it uh, trips off the tongue nicely, fat cockney twat. And mm. you are a bit of fat, you are a cockney and you are a bit of a twat. Mm. As is, as is evidenced by the fact that you're now having a go at me. And he had a massive tie knot, that's all, all I remember, <laughs> which is about the height of my face. And he was going, he shook, I was introduced to him, and he just won Football of the Year. You know, I mean, he was at the top of his game, massive contract in the England squad. They won the league, Chelsea, you know, he was, you know, all going well. And he came, I took time out to come over. And, and the, point, the point was, and I wrote that in the, uh, in the Times, the point was I shouted at the TV, you fat copy to it. When he uh, he'd missed a chance, an open goal. Whereas the previous game he played in, he'd scored an identical goal against Arsenal to knock us out of the Champions League. And I said, "You couldn't have done that on Wednesday, could you? You fat cockney twat!" <laughs> like that. And so it's obviously you know not really no. a, a considered jibe. There are many other things I'd have said about him as well. A reaction. Considered. It was a reaction, yeah. and uh, which I reported in the paper very much with myself as the butt of the joke. I tried to explain this to him, but all he kept saying to me was, "It's about respect." 
It's about respect. It's about respect. <laughs> and I said, well, I've also said in the paper that I think you're a good candidate for future England captain. You're one of the best midfielders in the country. I've said that as well. It's about respect. But then, uh, God rest her soul, his mum came over, start tapping me on the shoulder and went, it's Jonathan Creek. <laughs> ah. It's Jonathan Creek. So I had his mum go, it's Jonathan Creek. It's about respect. You know, yeah. Lovely, big smile, laughing, very friendly. Jonathan Creek. Big, about respect. It's about respect. <laughs> yeah. Ang- angry, angry, son, angry. It's about respect. Jonathan Creek, about respect. I just like Creek. the idea. I like the idea of just slightly off camera is Martin Samuel laughing away. Martin Samuel. <laughs> laughing away. Pissing himself. <laughs> Afterwards. Then they went away. He calmed down and they went away and he decided not to knock me out, which was probably was crossed his mind. <laughs> I'd have gone down very easy. I probably would have been on the way down, you know. <laughs> I don't like Rooney and Almunia. I'd have been on the way down before it came. And you'd have been doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of David. Welcome to the Tuesday, hun. Frank Lampard punched me on the top of the head <laughs> while I was bent over. <laughs> and then my son was going, He's only come and dug him out! He's only come and dug him out! <laughs> That's all I remember. It's about respect. It's about respect. It's Jonathan Creek. Tony duck him out. I had a nightmare. I was ringing round in my head. I've never been to the football writers' dinner since, and I never probably will. Those are the days. Those are the days. That move to America for Frank has worked out well, hasn't it? I wonder how he's acclimatising to the. He's bent all that, isn't he? He's so bent. So the joint, their own two clubs, clubs. one buys him and they lend him to the other one. Yeah. And now that he's scoring goals, he's going to stay probably. Yeah, Pelle- Mr. Pellegrino likes him. He wants him to stay because mm. he, he's, he's handy for a goal when you, need, when you need one. Can we move on to happier New York conversations with um, the uh, hopeful return, the return of, of um, the king? Return uh, of the king because uh, Thierry's left. He's come to the end of his contract mm-hmm. with the Red Bulls. Um, <laughs> Inevitably, Galatasaray offered him a contract. Standards. <laughs> <laughs> like any old has been, they'll take. Well, actually, they'll take the best has been. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I don't think he'll take a contract there, though, will he? I don't think can't imagine him playing. Is there three anywhere or four else months. he might play? I mean, he's got to just call it a day well, now. I mean, he's still in fine fettle, though, isn't he? Well, he's, yeah, I mean, he's fantastic, isn't he? He could play. He could play. If Lampard can do it. At whatever age he's at, no reason why Henri couldn't do a similar thing. But Robert Perez went to Villa when he was 37 or something and ended up on the bench and regretted going, I think, because he wasn't being picked. And you could end up with like that, something like that. But Beckham went and had a little loan, didn't he? Mm. Didn't he play at AC Milan? Milan yeah. And didn't he and go PSG. to PSG as well? Yeah, Because you do this thing where you can come in halfway through the season in your 30s and play 10 games and get a medal somewhere. He, he wants to have a look around. Who's top of the league? Where can I pick up a medal? And maybe... Uh, PSG. Uh, Chelsea. Oh, I actually hurt myself. Oh, he would. Oh, if it hurts you to see the number four, imagine how you'd feel. Oh, no. Henri! And that's the Champions League for Chelsea. And Mourinho's won it with three clubs. Henri embraces Mourinho. Arsene Wenger is on his knees. Steve Bold's on his knees. The Arsenal fans are crying. But Henri has won the Champions League for Chelsea. No. Oh, Wake what? up, Keith. Oh, it's not real. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they're smug enough as he's it got is, to do Chelsea his, fans. He's got to do his badges. He's got to do all of that. But um, he wants I mean, to it's, be quite, a coach. it's quite unusual for um, for Arsenal to say this week 
that you know he'll almost certainly come back to the club. You know but I mean? yeah, it's but quite... what he's saying there is almost certainly. But over my dead body, while I'm still here, that's what he's saying. No, look, those, that. no, no, I think those... I don't think he wants him there, Wally. Uh, really? I, yeah, Keith, get... what world what is, is this you're in? You well, it's just I'm too absolutely suspicious of the motives of every other human <laughs> being on the planet. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, where did you develop this complete lack of trust in other people? <laughs> Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. <laughs> He's seventeen. He's just, I, I, because I can, I can think Henri. You know, he cares about the Arsenal. He loves us, and I think he would stand hey, up guess to what? Arsenal. So, does, say, Arsenal, so does Arsene Wenger last time I looked? Yeah, Arsene, I know, but Arsene, I, Arsene, just, yeah. whatever you think of him, I Henri think you can say that. He, Do you think yeah. Henri would be a yes man? Though? Has I he started his badges? Yeah, no. Don't he hasn't even started his badges. Yeah, badges. Don't I don't so. need no stinking badges. <laughs> Sorry, every time someone says badges, you got to say that. I don't need no stinking badges. That's a Blazing Saddles reference. Oh, really no, I'll like they don't know. There are some people here who might not, Keith. And while you're, while you're watching it, make sure you do a double bill with the three amigos. You won't regret it. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a good film. <laughs> I've, no, well, maybe um, odds on him being the next manager. We could phone up William Hill and find out. Three years time, but the thing is, he's got to get past Allardyce for that. Allardyce and Pardew as well. They're queuing up, yeah, aren't they're they? Queuing up. And the Klopp game that's going pear shaped. The Jurgen Klopp game, yeah. So the yeah. bottom of the league. Are they actually bottom there? I think they went to they're the bottom. They're in the zone, aren't they? They're in the zone. That's uh, weird, isn't it? Mm. But uh, weird. I don't. I can't see. You know, if it, you know when Wenger goes, who is the next man? Who's the top? Guardiola? No, let's not have that conversation. No, he's not going anywhere. Come back to that in two years. He's not going anywhere. Even if he stepped down at the end of the season, maybe then Jürgen Klopp would obviously be in the running, so would Pep Guardiola. I think that's like the smattering of... Roberto Martinez's name would come up. He's not doing a very well. The smattering of booing that um, went around with the substitution yesterday is just kind of symptomatic of the... The state of mm. um, the state of people's thinking at the moment. Oh, and that banner thing at the West Brom game. Apparently, they produced that at the end of the match uh, when the players went over to uh, you know thank them for their support. And I think that's a bad time to bring it out. What if you're going to bring with that thing, I'd, you know, Have you've just won an away game. Yeah, you've won away with a decent performance after a difficult week. We've lost games, <laughs> turned it around, beaten Dortmund, <laughs> beaten West Brom. Not you're doing with your banner. Who's made that at what cost? Who do you, who do you think's impressed by that? You look like idiots mm. carrying your banner around in the away end. Half the away fans want to knock you out. Don't, don't, don't bring that up around me. I'll mm. take it out of your hands. It's embarrassing. Show some respect. You might not want the manager to be there. Might, mm. Do you think that's going to make any difference? Mm. Do you think it's going to make any difference to the, to the situation with the manager? None whatsoever. He's just won three games on the bounce with three clean sheets. This is how he, this is how he works. When things go wrong, they bounce back. They always do. Yes, there's an issue with player recruitment. Yes, we need a centre-half. Yeah, we, there's problems. We'll go about problems all the time. But you look around, who are you going to get? Who's going to do a better job? It's not that simple. And at the moment, there's no way they're going to change a manager. Forget about it. There's no point even thinking about it. Even however frustrated and furious we all were after the United defeat and the Anderlecht debacle and these things, that can, the recurring issues, some of them have been addressed in the last three games. There is no way they're going to change a manager. Certainly not in the middle of the season. Highly unlikely at the end of the season. So just holding up banners and winding people up and mm. having fights with your own fans is... Is pathetic. I it's certainly, certainly disagree with the stuff with the with the infighting. But um, I did hear an interesting point on that. Um, one interesting point on it, which is like, how else do you raise your 
how else do you get heard? How else do you raise your? But there's plenty of ways to get heard, mate. I mean, people but, but, can never stop being heard. What, to about, get heard, though, I mean, phone-ins every fifteen minutes. Yeah. There's the internet, the forums, the podcast, the fans. People have never no, been more enough. heard as, as fans. Their opinions are never more out there, never more heard. I mean, people make their own TV channels on YouTube. It's constant, 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 and everyone's heard all the time and all on all sides. I mean, every time that idiot Piers Morgan puts a tweet up I have to read it in a newspaper I try, I try to avoid this moron but I have to read it in the paper because they go to the lazy journalists and go and here's what Piers Morgan who gives a toss what he said didn't know anything about it he's an idiot we don't need to know what he says stop quoting his tweets in the newspaper report tell me about the football but that's it mm. everyone's opinion is everywhere all the time it's, it drives you mad Al Wenger stays focused now he doesn't walk away because this has all changed in, within his career it wasn't like this when he started new managers now I don't know how they operate I mean they don't they usually last about two seasons tops don't they yeah. even ones who are doing well how many times have teams come up from the championship on a roll great side lots of potential come into the Premier League six months later they're fired well you know the Pardew thing is a good example there you know there's a man who's had players sold from, from underneath him and they had banners out the other week you know Pardew out and look where they are they've turned it round turned you know? it around He's in the running for the Arsenal job. It's the, it's the infight. It's the infight. That's just ridiculous. It's, I, I hate it's it. Stupid. I hate it. It's really ugly. And, and, and labelling people yeah. one thing or another is pathetic. Yeah. People say it all the time. You hear a pundit, uh, you know, they say, it. "What?" Are, someone said the other day. I can't remember who it was. Um, one of the pundits, and he said, "What are they? What are Arsenal fans want at the beginning of this season? Every single pundit, journalist, football writer, wherever you go to, said Chelsea are going to win the league. Every you could barely find a dissenting voice. They looked at the manager, they looked at the squad, the signings, the setup. They said Chelsea were hot favourites. Some people said Manchester City, one or two hopeful scouts. I said Lee the Bill, but everyone laughed. <laughs> Manchester United, no one could see them coming back from where they'd got to under Moyes." And Arsenal, you just can't tip Arsenal in the last few years because they're always two or three short at the back. Yeah. Simple as that. I mean, not strong enough at the back. If you're going to put a banner up, you put Cronky out. I mean, that's where the problem lies, I believe. You know, right. Or at Dean the in. Top. Or Dean in. Yeah, exactly. That's why you should be the banners. You should be. David Dean. Up, yeah. I wish he'd been there the last five years. Oh, no, no. I wish he'd been there because I think he would have helped Arsenal and maybe it would have made a difference in their player recruitment. Because there's mm. a proper fan who wants to win games, who wants Arsenal to win games. Well, that's what Chelsea but, you know, and he sold his shares and he put yeah. his lot in with Ushmanov. And mm. what can you say to the bloke? Mm. You know, he fell out with Fisman and he's gone. Mm. And so we can all mourn his loss and think, well, oh, let's bring Patrick Vieira back on the coaching staff. Let's get Dennis back in from Ajax. Let's get Thierry back mm. in. You're living in the past. It's about... When you're in the middle of the season, you can only get behind a side. And everyone's frustrated. Yeah. Everyone is. But imagine if you're a Tottenham supporter. I mean, just <laughs> for a little moment. Oh, they said right, Harry Kane is one of our own. Oh, no. That's that's what they've got to go on. It's hilarious. They're mm. having to go around burning down sheet metalworks in order to build a stadium and bankrupt their own club. It's in their DNA, though, mate, <laughs> and it burning stuff. That's the, you, you did smell a petrol. Like, I didn't want to say it at the time, <laughs> too, but you did smell a petrol while I was going. I wouldn't burn anything down yeah, that helped you them. Had, you had loads of those SO Tiger coupons. <laughs> Oh, they love a bit of fire. Oh. <laughs> they do, don't they? Anything. They do like it. 
Anyway, Better. listen, I'm not... You're not. I'm a good not... shirt, by the way. I like that shirt. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I know that loses a lot on a podcast because nobody can see it, but it's a nice good shirt, but I just want to thank you. I've got it off <laughs> I think I just got myself a parking ticket. Uh, oh, no. No, we better stop then. Quick, I'll, I'm not no. going to be at um, Newcastle because I'm gigging, gigging in Dublin. Ooh. Uh, anyone in Dublin who'd like to see some stand-up comedy immediately after Arsenal's 1-0 victory over Newcastle? Come on down to Vicar Street. I won't be in England even for the Newcastle game. So I'll see you next week. And then after that, we're wrapping up for Christmas. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Right, see, see you, you next mate. week. Bye. Bye.